Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. 5739. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Dot com. Welcome to hour number two of Radio Law Talk. For those tuning in expecting to hear the smooth melodic pipes of the big guy, Fred Penny. My apologies, Todd Cunin sitting in for Fred Penny. He's on assignment to my right, Denise Dirks. Denise, good morning again. How are you? I am good, good, good. She is outstanding. Ready to go. Like a farmer in his field. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, the bad dad jokes. I, I got them. I, you know, they'll. I'll, I'll try He's to. Got I'll try to curb those <laughs> behind the glass. Cal Hunter. How you doing, Cal? Exceptionally well, thank you. He's 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 uh, working out an equation on his calculator wristwatch that will. Uh... Boy, that's an old school thing, right? <laughs> remember those first came out? They had little buttons on them. <laughs> oh, I remember. And there were video games you could play. We thought we were all that in a bag oh, of no. chips. And we had those, and now I'm just a bag of chips. Yep. And so. <laughs> uh, stories we covered in the first hour. We talked a little. We, 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 it was a bit of a sports theme. With two stories out of the NFL. We're going to stick with sports here in the second hour after uh, our upcoming segment. Talk about a claim that a major league umpire filed against a former major league player and that outcome. We also talk about some stuff going on in the Supreme Court. Cases that they may or may not take, issues relating to the Fourth Amendment, search and seizure. Do you have an expectation of privacy? All this kind of stuff. Riveting conversation. The kind of stuff, the kind of stuff that you probably don't want to say on a first date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but did you know, I'm sure you know, and now you're in the dating world, that 60%, actually more than that, I think, according to the study, I can't remember, 60% of people on their first dates lie. Women are most likely to lie about their age. Men are most likely to lie about their weight. Well, really? Yeah. Interesting, isn't that it? That surprises yeah. me. I of thought course. men would lie about their age more. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, did a survey. I thought but, there were other things that men might lie about. Yeah, well, that, uh, but, but, well, well, anyway. Um, no. Well, you know. I, look, That's look, just look, pure fantasy. Yeah, yeah, look yeah, in, in your dreams. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just can't even go there. I, I'm already hearing bad jokes about why people can't parallel park. And it's just, anyway, so here we go. So um, <laughs> I guess I don't get that. I one. don't want to know. Probably, yeah. probably for the best. I so uh, I would, I would think. You know, look, the, the first part of dating, you're just trying to fake the other person out anyway, right? Right. 
And that's what I, I, I firmly believe that the best tool to find out if you are compatible with somebody, the absolute best is to make a purchase jointly. And it's not a big purchase, but go over to Ikea. Not like a house. No, no. Go over to Ikea or any place and buy a piece of furniture that has to be assembled. And then the two of you assemble it together. If you still love each other upon the completion of assembling that piece of furniture, you have a chance. If you don't, you have learned everything you need to know. That's right. Language. I think you have to have more than that. I think you have to travel to another country together. And then you have to be able to get through things in that other country Let's together. Because it's very stressful to travel. We traveled to Nevada. Does that count? <laughs> Not unless they speak another language. Well, they, they could. They could. Uh, and I'll tell Nevada. you. Look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the announcement now. I am, I am off the market. What? Yeah, I haven't found anybody. I just quit dating. Oh. So I, uh, you know. I just, the market rejected. I, I, <laughs> just kidding. He, he said he'd been recalled. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, if you use the market analogy there, the high-profile stocks like Microsoft. I'm basically the, the penny stock over here, the one that's, yeah. that's, that's bought on the over-the-counter stuff. You know, buyer beware. You could buy me and, and I'll you go buy me bankrupt for a penny, you. and tomorrow I'm worth a half cent. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you got to deal with that. But enough, uh, look, but enough about me teasing me. So, um, yeah, we've got some cases to cover here that are law related. They're not relationship related. Okay, all right. So I'm just you know. well, some of them might be. Well, some of them might be relationships that led to lawsuits. That's usually what happens. So, um, but Cal. Yep. As I'm stretching for time give here. Me, give Cal just, is give me just a second. Just a second. I've got to get this. We, we have uh, a studio clock back there, there and Cal there is go, over there finally. with the uh, well, instructions. How to adjust the <laughs> clock on your studio using a remote and not swearing. I'm oh, using my, my calculator watch. To yes. Do that. All right. You ready to do this? Yeah. Case yeah. or no right, case, Cal. Here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. And remember, double points. Double points today, ladies and gentlemen. I know you're excited to hear about that. Okay, here's the deal. Wait, double points? That means last time I got four points instead no, of three. No, you got three. three. Got okay, three. well, yeah, wouldn't three. double points be? Well, but this okay, is three points. Yeah. This okay. one right. is. Yeah, okay. but this, one. this is a four-pointer then. Yes, this is okay. a four-pointer right here because uh, I got a, little, a couple of elements here, and I want you to get them all right. Okay. Jerry Marlowe, according to law enforcement, was a bad guy. Not a terrible guy, just a bad guy. He was a thief, and he loved to snack, especially on a particular food that has foreign roots and he was a good thief so good he had yet to be caught and he took extra pains to be sure he was never fingerprinted or otherwise put into the easily accessible system for fingerprints and id he frequented a small chain of convenience stores along interstate 80 in northern utah and he would pilfer his snacks there and at the next love store he would go in and steal something else usually something to drink because his favorite snacks were sort of salty and he would leave behind red fingerprints. The stores were getting tired of the thefts, even though they didn't know who it was, so they called the police. They took the prints, ran them, got no hit, but they built a case. They said, yep, it's the same guy. Then one fateful Thursday, Jerry got busted, thanks to a sharp-eyed clerk who watched him take the snacks. Police hauled him in. They couldn't make an ID, an official ID. Jerry rued the day his snack food was dyed red. Police figured he had stolen more than a thousand bags of his favorite product at six bucks a bag, plus the dip and the and the drink, you know, this drink too. And the store owners were irritated, so they were afraid it might escalate into some kind of confrontation. They always have the potential to go bad. So, Mr. D.A., 
I'm going to go with Denise first this time. Ms. Not DA, but for fun. Case or no case? What say you? So was he charged with theft? Well, that's, that's yes, where we're going to start, yeah. And the question becomes, how did they um, identify him? They got his fingerprints. Then he got busted and he got caught. And once you get busted and arrested, actually, then you're fingerprinted. That just happens as a matter of course. So then they can tie him together with all the fingerprints. The question is, is there going to be a bonus for if we can guess the snack food? <laughs> well, see, now you can't jump that far ahead. Oh, I the can't? Answer, there may very well may be. I'm thinking that. but uh, yeah. uh, This reminds me so much of the cheese, um, Cheez-Its scenario oh, the, the cheetos are they the, the cheetos yes cheetos was it cheetos yeah, okay a couple, couple uh let's see a couple weeks ago when uh, yes. it was the cheeto thief and they found the cheetos in her teeth or something like that yeah in the oh, bag oh that's right it was the cheese teeth <laughs> yes that's right yeah. it was a a, a cheesy case <laughs> so, okay so to speak, yeah. this is funny it was not very gouda <laughs> oh, well, just, I'll stop right there. Well, she was from Switzerland. It was, you know, Swiss. Uh, she wasn't married, so she was an American singles, too. So, you know. All right. Enough. <laughs> Denise, okay. I'm just here? going back and forth looking at you two guys, <laughs> just enjoying you yourselves. Right, right, right. Okay. So this is what I say. No case. Okay. But uh, it'd be hot tamales. Hot tamales is your guess. Okay, Todd Kinnam, what say you, my friend? So how did they arrest the guy? How did they... Well, clerk saw him, uh, called the police, detained him. The Utah Highway Patrol was alerted all up and down I-80. Saw him and kind of detained him. And, and the, you know, the cops came and he, he gave up, said, you got him. He's tired of running. He's tired of running. And, you and know? Did, they detain, did the clerk detain him because the clerk watched him? Um, had eyewitness, to... had video, had everything. They had a cold case, I mean, a lock case on this guy. All right, yeah. all right. Well... You know, thinking about this, and and because the music is starting to play, yep. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna pull a Denise Dirks. So stretch. So this is a case, and it involved a human, right? Yes. And and he breathed air. Okay. And this occurred on the American continent. Okay. Utah. Mm. And it was a candy bar. Those are made of sugar, right? Okay. And chocolate. I'm gonna give my answer. We come back for the break. If you want to chime in, if you have an answer, you got a couple minutes to call eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. You don't have to go on the air. You can just tell Cal, hey, I think it's this. And uh, we'd be happy to take those calls. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll be happy to continue with Radio Law Talk here in just a little bit. You stay right there, and we promise we'll be right back. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. 
Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P. E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the duck at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Is this real life? Are you serious? Oh, come on. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. You know, Cal, for those of you just tuning in or stuck with us over the break, we welcome back. We're in the middle of case or no case. Cal has, uh, let's see, the, the, the case was we have a, a, a serial thief who's always stealing small amounts from grocery or from stores in the state of Utah up and down the, uh, was up and down the 15? Yeah, the uh, 80, 80, uh, 80. Up and down, 80, oh, 80. oh, east to west, east up west. and down 80. Yeah, yeah, and um, he's finally caught. And the question is, does the DA file charges against him? 
And I'm trying to look. It's a petty, a serial petty theft case. There's nothing unique about this, and this is where you have to really try to get into the mind of Cal. By the way, if you're going to <laughs> if you're going to try to go spelunking in the cavernous mind of Cal, take a canary. Okay, uh, especially true with me. Mine just died. <laughs> My canary, that is. Do, do you get that reference? Do you, do you know why you take a canary? Do, do, do you know where that reference comes from? It comes from the coal yeah. miners. Yeah. yeah, coal miners are going into addition because a canary would die of... Uh, Lack of oxygen uh, or, or carbon monoxide carbon poisoning monoxide. before a human would, and you would know that, that was it. So see, you learn something new every day on Radio Law Talk. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what makes this case but why unique. do you say sings like a canary? Oh, sings like a canary is... Uh, That's someone who confesses a crime in, in the mob that they were singing yeah. like a song bud and then like a, you know, like a canary. And it, ha- okay. it has to, I think it's a veiled reference also to being a stool pigeon. Yes. You know, so um, anyway, we, we, we digress so much. Yeah. I mean, it's a squirrel. <laughs> so, all right. So or a canary. I'm yeah. trying to figure out what makes this case interesting, given all of this. And, and you know... You hear Denise say this all the time when she has to agree with me. And she says, it pains me, but I have to agree with Todd. <laughs> and this time, the shoe is on the other foot. And while it may pain me, not very much, because I think Denise is very intelligent, um, I'm going to say, I agree with Denise. I think this is no case. I think that the scenario, maybe, I don't know, but it's, I, don't, I don't think it's a case. So what's a snack food? Well, here, let, let me give you this. <laughs> The DA, snack foods, you only said snack foods in your report. What were they and why are they all red? The prankster policeman said, we bet two points you cannot specify the food and why they are red, which is my challenge to you. Case or no case, what is the snack and why are they sometimes but not always red? Um, why are they red? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, flaming hot Cheetos. Which, when you eat them, they will turn your hands red. What do you think, Denise? But but they're always red. What did you guess? Well, I said hot tamales, but that's not a snack food. That's a candy. That's a candy, same thing. Uh, Not really. It's it's an acceptable answer to me, but if it's not to you, that's a different story. Well, I was thinking of something else. You know those pork rinds that are, like, red? Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, (laughs) That's a good snack (laughs) food, right? Yeah. And that would leave distinctive... um, things on your hands so i think i'm going to change it from hot tamales and i'm going to say pork rinds pork rinds so case or no case todd you said no case i said no case denise said no case i said flaming hot cheetos and denise said pork rinds all right well here's the answer those of you who say it was no case that would be both of you well congratulations to you (laughs) but the snack food is pistachios Pistachios? Pistachios, yes. Uh, The tradition of dyeing pistachios red originated with a Syrian importer who introduced them into the United States. His name is Zaloum. He dyed his pistachios red to distinguish them from his local U.S. grown competitors and to mask the mottled markings, a natural result of processing of the pistachio. Helps hide the imperfections and makes them look more palatable to consumers. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is the case of the thief caught red-handed. Yeah. <laughs> so how many points? Because now I'm confused. Well, you got the case correct, so you get a point there. Only one we, point? We, 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 get, we, get, we get two because we, get, we both guessed no case. 
So we get two, and then you said we were going to get four. No bonus point point there. So you get half. You get half of the point value of the of the case. So whatever that's two so points two. each. Two, two points, points each. Case, yeah. All right. And if Fred wanted to get more points, all they has to do is show up for the show. That's all I got to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to show up for the show and participate, eight five 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 two nine seven two three four eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. We'd love to take your calls here. Oh, next hour on case or no case. Does Red Bull really give you wings? Yikes. I don't know. Next hour on Radio Law Talk. So, you know, I heard about this thing here. One day, the good Lord upstairs received notification from the devil that the devil was challenging heaven to a baseball game. Amused by this, Lord picked up the phone, called uh, Lucifer, and said, (laughs) You really? You want to challenge us to a baseball game? Really? Okay. You don't have a chance, Lucy, and I'll tell you why. Because I have all the greatest baseball players, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, you name it, they are up here. How could you possibly think you're going to win? And the devil snickered and said, I have all the umpires. Yeah, I was talking about saying, I have Joe West in my corner. And so so I I say that joke to tee up our next story, because you mentioned Joe West. Major League Baseball umpire Joe West. I just watched him. Umpire, I, I believe a game just the other day, still um, is, a, I believe, a crew chief for his for the four umpires that work with his crew. Um, been around forever. You might not know the name, but if you saw him, you go, oh, yeah, I, I recognize him because he's done several World Series games. Very popular um, in, the, in, the stent, in the sense of he's just well known in the game. And very competent. The World Series is based on competence and how you're graded out by the major yes. league umpires. Yeah, so and you're, trustworthy. Yeah, so you're now, good at it. Yeah. Now, some pundits that I have heard, some play-by-play folks, I do play-by-play, so I'm always keen to see what people are saying there, but uh, some folks have said, and have alleged that Joe West thinks the fans are there to watch him umpire as opposed to watching the people play the game. So, uh, But whatever. That's got to be true. He's, yeah, could be, could be. But he's, he's very well known. I, I like the games that he calls. I think he's really good. Here's what happened. There was a former Major League Baseball player named Paul LaDuca. And on a podcast a few years ago, LaDuca made a claim that he had been ejected from games 16 times in his career. Eight of them were as a result of Joe West, and the only reason Joe West ejected him was because the pitcher on the other team had let Joe West drive his car. Well, Joe West sued for defamation, and when we come back from the break, we'll talk about how that case turned out because a resolution has been reached as a result of a judicial decision. You'll find that out here on Radio Law Talk. If you want to call us, 855-529-7234. Cal, take us home. Well, it sounds like we're going from a case case or no case to a case of to tell the truth. Could be. It's coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk. You stay tuned. The answer is coming after the break right here. Thanks for listening. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. I like the Amadrosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk. So back to Major League Baseball and the Joe West uh, Joe West case, the Joe West case uh, against Paul Laduca to get you up to speed here again. Before we went into the break, we we're saying that Paul Laduca, who's a catcher uh, in Major League Baseball claimed that he was ejected 16 times by Joe West. Joe West just didn't like him. He, he kicked me out of the game 16, or he had been kicked out of the game 16 times, and eight of them were ejections by Joe West. And then he further, on this podcast, went on to claim that while he, Paul LaDuca, was catching a game for former New York Mets pitcher Billy Wagner. So Wagner's the pitcher, LaDuca's the catcher, and they were playing the Phillies, and this was back in 2006 or 2007, to the best of his recollection. He said that West, who was the plate umpire, called three straight batters out on strikes, and then on the podcast, LaDuca claimed that the reason that West gave Billy Wagner the favorable calls was his allegation that Wagner had allowed West to take his 1957 Chevy for a spin. Well, clearly that would impugn the integrity of a major league umpire by, if that were true, that allegation would, but it would be even worse if it were untrue. And so Joe West sued Paul LaDuca for defamation. And the case came to a conclusion when a judge ruled after hearing the evidence that Joe West's claims were true. That Joe West, Joe West, I did that twice, that Joe West had indeed been defamed by Paul LaDuca because they looked at the evidentiary record and come to find out that while it might have been true about the ejections of, of uh, Paul LaDuca, he had only been ejected by Joe West one time in his career, once. LaDuca claimed in the podcast that he had been ejected eight or nine times. No, it only happened one time. Now, if that's where LaDuca's claim stopped, I don't know that a defamation case would have even been filed. It's what he said next that was really bad when he claimed that Joe West called three straight batters out and did it not because of balls and strikes, but did it because the pitcher 
Billy Wagner had allowed Wes to drive his 57 Chevy. So it's like taking a bribe. Exactly. Precisely right. Now, what yeah. I liked about this one is that the um, that Joe West's attorneys argued that this critical statement may keep him from the Hall of Fame. If he didn't do anything about if, it, yeah. Yeah, and so that was a really interesting thing because he's saying, basically, this person is impugning my integrity – and I could fall by the wayside like uh, Joe Jackson or Pete Rose or Barry or Bonds, Barry Bonds or right? Sure, right? right. Yeah. Because they all did something that was, you know, that was not right. And th- he said I did something that was not right, and I basically took a bribe. Who was the referee for the NBA? Oh, the guy that, that messed up the Sacramento Kings so they couldn't win. Can't remember his name. He admitted and wrote a book about his about his but, taking by cheating. Yeah, yeah. But there was a there was a there was a younger guy. Uh, I could see his face, but he got caught up in a cheating scandal. It wasn't just one game; it was like several games, and and he ended up doing jail time, I believe, for it. And, and look, you know, I told the joke about the umpires being facetious. You know, each league whether it's uh, Major League Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, has a vested interest in making sure that their umpires represent the highest standard of integrity and excellence. Otherwise, it just tarnishes the game for everybody. And it can't just be a veneer of integrity. They've got to be honest guys. That's just all there is to it. In fact, the only other scandal involved umpires, uh, which got a lot of them fired, was they took their miles. Remember when they took I their remember miles? That. They took their first-class miles and saved them all up and traded them in for cash and flew coach. Yep. And, uh, you know, that was seen as a, you're taking the major league umpire's money, if uh, major league's money. If they're buying you the ticket, you're taking money back. You've got to give them back their money. It's their money. Yeah, they, right. they were all granted first-class tickets, and then they would downgrade to coach and pocket the difference. Yeah. And they'd get the cash rebate. That was a big problem there. Yeah. And so uh, so anyway, Joe West. It's a nice scheme, but. <laughs> Joe West sued Paul LaDuca. And, and, and was reason, able to prove that. And was that able to prove that. And, and he prevailed. And you he know really why? did well. And, but he got good damages, too. He did? He got da- two types of damages. He got the first type of damages was $250,000 for past mental anguish and emotional distress because clearly that was going to cause him uh, um, anguish and distress. But the judge also gave him another $250,000 so that he could retain a public um, relations firm to try to help with his uh, image. And uh, and maybe he could use some of that cash to uh, you know go out and buy a '57 Chevy. I, no, <laughs> no. Well, as long as Billy Wagner's got one for sale, right? <laughs> he does. You know, it's interesting the importance of integrity and how often it is overlooked. And and I don't under. Yeah. I mean, not by the leagues themselves, but by we all presume. Well, that guy's crooked. Look at that's a crooked. Call it terrible officials and and. Having been an official, I promise you, the first thing you want to do is be absolute rock-solid honest. And the second thing is you want to get it right. You don't always, but you always want to. And I think that comes from a wellspring of integrity in a human being, to want to do their job correctly and get it right. And to say, well, it's close enough, I don't care. Close enough for government work, you know, that kind of stuff. So, no, you got to get it right. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I, I think another big thing for Joe West also is, is something we've seen now. How many times have you seen something where a person is going along with their life, they may be a high-profile individual, and then some alleged skeleton in their closet from 20 years ago gets brought out, and the allegations make headlines, even if they're later exonerated of that. The, the exoneration doesn't make front page headlines. And you have to deal with that. And I think that Joe West, as soon as he heard it, he needed to um, 
he, he felt he needed to attack this as quickly as possible. He responded to yeah. defend his honor. And exactly. it ended up being a good move. What, here's, here's another thing. There are some players that have grudges against umpires. They really do. And I'm sure LaDuca had something on West. I don't know what it is. But uh, I, I just think it's fascinating to me that LaDuca said, I hate him so much. I'm going to get a paintbrush and I'm going to smear him. Why would somebody do that? I don't get that. I, I, I think I, I look, I don't know. I think we're speculating to say that that was his oh. intention. Yeah. I think that uh, it could also very well be that Paul LaDuca found himself on a podcast and they start trading stories. And you know how it goes with a story. Well, you think that's bad. What about this? This happened to me. And then it's back and forth. And so he's going to tell this story. Because he's there, he's trying to be entertaining, and people know about Joe West, and so you know he he embellishes the number of times that he had been ejected by West, and it, it was great theater for the purpose of storytelling the on moment. the podcast. For the moment, the right. problem is he did it at somebody else's expense, and he had to pay for it. And nobody keeps records like Major League Baseball folks. You can check anything, almost what color shoelaces they had, all the way back to the 1900s. So darn straight, yeah. darn straight. So. Um, you know, there was a there was a case that came across the wire. I'll, I'll, I'll use that term, the wire. Is there even a wire anymore, Cal? Uh, it's called Yahoo News or whatever, <laughs> you know, or Google News or Apple News. Apple or News. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we've been covering the uh, Maxwell case, the uh, assistant to um, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, Giselle and, Maxwell. And just just saying whatever her name is, uh, Miss Maxwell. And look, she is facing criminal trial. She's facing criminal prosecution for allegations about her role in procuring underage individuals for Jeffrey Epstein and and trafficking and, and what have you. She's got a lot. But a recent decision in her case came down where the judge made a determination, probably on the motion by Maxwell's attorneys. The judge has decided to have two separate trials relating to the actions that she is charged with, arguably in the, in the same document. Um, in one trial... She will face the charges for her sexual misconduct, sexual, sexual misconduct allegations and human trafficking and human trafficking. Mm -hmm. In the other trial, she will face that other trial will be solely on the issue of perjury. She was interviewed by the FBI and, and made statements, interviewed, uh, not the FBI, in a deposition statements that she made that the allegation is that she lied in the deposition. But these two trials are now, as opposed to being heard in the same trial before the same jury, they're going to be bifurcated and heard in different courtrooms by different juries. And uh, we're going to talk about why that happens and, and how often we've seen that happen in different forums. I know that I have seen it happen in the criminal law realm. But, Denise, can you give us a teaser? Have you seen those type actions, a bifurcation, if you will, in the family law arena? Absolutely. Yeah, that happens. And, and there's a good reason why, and it has to do with protecting the process and making sure that somebody gets a fair trial and an impartial trial by an impartial jury that's not affected by allegations that don't apply to the matter before them. And it's also not just necessarily for jury um, reasons either. That, that's it could right. be like a preliminary fact that has to be determined before the rest of the case will flow. That could be. So we are, uh, we'll pick that up when we come back. If you want to call in 855-529-7234. 855-529-7234. We'd love to hear your input. We'll be back after this.
RadioLawTalk.com. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking Heart Drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack 
habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see. I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. This is the best show ever. I mean at this time. Not literally. How did that happen? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So when we went to the break, we were talking about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, who was the, uh, let's see, I don't want to say partner. She was the confidant. She was the assistant. She was, uh, she's being charged as the facilitator for the um Activities that Jeffrey Epstein was alleged to have engaged in, and she's facing several serious charges uh, and in New York on the federal level. And so she was facing charges of perjury and we'll just blanketly call them sexual misconduct. And that, that's, I'm using that as an umbrella term that, uncovers, that, that covers any sort of um, trafficking, uh, procuring, grooming, whatever. So she's facing these two specific classes of charges in New York and the judge on Friday, I believe it was, um, ruled that these charges, the perjury charges and the sexual misconduct charges should be tried separately. And the reason behind that is that it would be the ruling was that it would be unfair to any defendant to have to defend themselves on perjury charges while the same jury that's looking at perjury charges might be so adversely affected by the allegations and the evidence brought up in the sexual misconduct case and or vice versa. And I, you know, honestly, I get that. I get why. And I, I think that that was probably a good move on the part of the judge um, to, to grant the motion to bifurcate because you run the risk of having a jury be prejudiced. Let's say you get a conviction on all charges. Well, now she's got a really good issue on appeal. And the last thing you want to have to do is get convictions and then go back and have to try it again because the conviction got overturned on appeal because of prejudicial conduct, uh, because uh, rulings were prejudicial to a defendant. But we don't always see these just in criminal cases, do we, Denise? No, it's quite common in uh, family law matters that you do bifurcated matters, um, like when there's a prenuptial agreement. The validity of a prenuptial agreement, quite honestly, often is bifurcated out and tried first, because why would you go through an entire trial about division of property that is subject to a pre, you know, a prenuptial sure, or premarital sure. agreement? Um, bifurcation also exists when somebody wants to get remarried and. They've waited their time frame to for the you know divorce to occur, but they still have property issues to resolve. So you bifurcate the marital status and you terminate it. So that's another way of bifurcating out. I think Kelsey Grammer had that happen, didn't he? They, they when his he's married now, but his last divorce, they were in the process of going through the process of divorce, but had not agreed on the division of assets. However, because he had met somebody new and wanted to get married to that person. Was having a child, I believe. Yes. Um, they were able to successfully petition to have the termination of marriage issue granted so that he was now a single person. Correct. They still and have to litigate 
the division of assets with right. his prior spouse. That's yeah. exactly right. There's other issues, too, that you would bifurcate out. Um, it just depends on a case-by-case basis and what really is needed um, under the circumstances for the bifurcation. You know, we talked uh, last hour about DUIs when they're a felony versus a misdemeanor. And one of the things that I pointed out was if a person picks up a a driving under the influence, a DWI or DUI, depending on where you live, they they have different acronyms for the same conduct. Um, And and let's say it's somebody who, who is it's a felony DUI because they have three priors at the time they pick up the new one. Courts will often bifurcate the issue of the priors from the issue of the DUI itself. Now, I have done trials as a prosecutor where this has been the case, and it's, it's kind of it's amazing to see the looks on the jurors' faces when this happens. So the whole trial is about whether or not the defendant was intoxicated at the time of driving. You go through the whole thing. All the witnesses come in. Yeah, his blood alcohol levels are 0.12, and even though the blood draw occurred four hours later, that means he was bought higher, and you go through everything. And, you know, the, if a defendant takes the stand, it wasn't me, I wasn't drunk, at it, you know, and the whole thing back and forth. And let's say the jury comes back and they have a guilty verdict on the issue of whether or not the person was driving. I will tell you that in every case I've done at this point, when the jury, when the judge reads the verdict, the clerk reads the verdict, he's guilty of DUI. Up to that point, the jury had no idea that the person had prior DUIs. No idea. And so the jury's thinking, okay, we get to go home. Everything's fine. And then you have the judge go, hold on just a second. Now we have to do a separate mini trial. It won't take long. The trial on priors only takes about a half hour. We have to do a separate trial. And this time the issue is whether or not he had been convicted three times in the last 10 years of prior DUIs. And every time you look at the jurors' faces when they hear that, and they're like, really? Really? Because if we'd known that, finding him guilty would have been a lot easier on the underlying offense and you could see that body language. You can, I've heard jurors say that when they meet with us after the case. And that is exactly why you bifurcate the trial. Because whether or not the person is guilty of DUI this current time, the three priors has nothing to do with that. And you don't want the jury to be pre- uh, prejudiced going, well, if he did it three other times, he probably did it this time. Then how did Bill Cosby get in so much trouble? From what? Alleged prior sexual misconduct. Okay, so that is different. Because the evidence that came in there, they were trying to show, and there's a a caveat in the law when it comes to sexual offenses. Some jurisdictions, California is one of them, but where was Bill Cosby? It was Pennsylvania, right? Yes. Okay, it's Pennsylvania is another, where they will allow, same thing happened with Harvey Weinstein in New York, where the law allows the prosecutor to bring evidence of other instances of sexual misconduct if the prosecution can show and is arguing that it shows a common mo modus operandi and or and, a pattern or a pattern so pattern. so if somebody says look this is this is the way this is the way the person does it they invite you over to the house they say here have this drink the drink's got something in it and they drink that and then they're unconscious and then this act occurs if that's the mo then that's how it goes and and there's a specific carve out in the law that says for certain cases, if they're charged with certain specified sexual offenses, this can happen. There but is no carve out. DUIs is not a pattern. There is no carve out for that. No, the, it, the act, the criminal act is being under the influence. The criminal act is not having a pattern of being under the influence. Here, 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 here's the let's say a person was charged with a DUI. Seems splitting hairs to me. <laughs> we'll say a person charged with a DUI and their blood alcohol level is a point zero eight. Right. They blew into the th- device, and it was a 0.08. 
Now, this is what we know. The margin of error on those machines often is plus or minus 0.01. So if you blew a 0.08 on the breathalyzer, your blood alcohol could be as high as a 0.09, could be as low as a 0.07. Well, if it's as low as a 0.07, you're not guilty. And if you can pick at that level, if the jury can look at it and go, well, it's one of three opportunities and one of them is not guilty, right? It would be prejudicial to a defendant for a jury to ignore the evidence before them about whether or not this was an 07 or an 08 or 09 and say, you know, I'm not even going to pay him that much attention to it. He did it three other times. He shouldn't have even had a drink to begin with. I'm going to convict. In that case, now the jury is not examining the evidence. That's the fear that they have. That's why they bifurcate in a situation like that. Mm. So, um, so that's what happens. No wonder people get dissatisfied with the justice system because the, the penalty is increased by your priors. It is. But it can't be introduced in your guilt or innocence phase. It's just it, it, interesting, it, isn't it? Yeah. It can't be introduced in the guilt or innocence right. phase about whether or not this is currently a DUI, but it is, is introduced in the second trial about whether or not you indeed do have So three if priors. you have enhancement, so if it's enhanced to a felony, then they separate that out because they don't want the people just to say it's a felony because of all these other ones and then just let them you know, face a felony. They want to make sure he has a fair trial on the underlying DWI and not face a felony until the stage where they get to pull those prior Sure, because as ignorant as I am, I would think if you walked in, you've been charged with one, they would immediately charge you with all of your priors and layer them up and charge you with a guy with four priors who's been accused again. I mean, that's how crazy my mind And that's why then he wouldn't get a fair trial. And in the charging charging document, that's what it looks like. They had the priors listed out there. And those. uh, I will tell you this also, that in all but two of the cases that I prosecuted where a person had priors, once the jury found them guilty of the underlying offense, they always admitted the priors. It was a no-brainer. We're not going to make the jury do a trial on the priors. We just admit it. The jury can go home. So that's what happens. But that's bifurcation. And that's also the end of our second hour. Folks, we're cooking with gas here on Radio Law Talk. Stick around for the third area, if, or third hour. If your radio station doesn't cover it, go over to radiolawtalk.com and pick us up on our live stream. We'll this see stream you is this. free, by the way, Todd. Did you know this? No charge for it. No charge for my stream. Wow. <laughs> we'll be right back on Radio. I don't know. I'll be right back on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away, please. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. An American. Just what are our American values? Working hard to succeed. Loving God, country, and family. Being honest, strong, and compassionate. Supporting our Constitution and recognizing that we are blessed to be living in America, the greatest country in the world. 
Our Bill of Rights protects us, our freedoms of worship, speech, and privacy, our right to own firearms, our right to trial by jury, our right to be free, to live our own lives without some bureaucrat telling us what to do. Most countries don't have these rights. Want to know more? It's all there in the book. Get your own free book, the U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Then read it again, and this time, share it with your friends. Our great Constitution is the basis of all of our freedoms, our inalienable rights. Get your own copy at freeusbook.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. 